0: It's Erica, and it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, All culty, true crime, things. and we discovered that there are backgrounds in Skype.
1: Or <laughs> like, like
0: ten years looking, behind. Yeah. <laughs> what does this mean? Oh my god! Look, background technology. <laughs> so cool. Great. I
1: think we look pretty cool in these backgrounds. I think we look.
0: Great. I'm hanging out with Wa- with with Waffman Waffman. <laughs> Waffman. He's the knockoff version. He's from Wisconsin.
1: No, you know like in different countries you'll see like Oh yeah. The <laughs> that's
0: that's who <even> Waffman <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with a F? Waffman? Oh uh, no, I'm hearing it with a W. Like I know, Waffman. but I thought you said Is that what you said? I was trying to say Mothman, but it came out wathman, but oh, you're Oh, wathman saying Is that how you said it? Wothman, yeah. Okay. With a T-H, but you said with an F. Yeah, oh, that's I like what that. I heard. Waffman. Like a waffle? Oh, uh, I was also thinking more like wafting. Oh, that's <laughs> In <it>. a smell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Liana good. can't speak. I can't speak. Also, Jordan from the Grief Burrito podcast, he can't speak either. Oh, good. We both have troubles uh, communicating. <laughs> and we both do podcasts. Great. <laughs> Checks out. Cheers. <laughs> Speaking of, this weekend, we had a really fun Zoom meeting. We had, I mean, there weren't a lot of us, but it was really, really fun. And Jordan from the Grief Burrito woke up and was awake at 3.30 in the morning
1: I was so for our
0: Zoom meeting confused why he was there but delighted i know much love to all of our other ladies that were there too Mm -hmm. it was really
1: fun we had a good group it's always different every time and every time it's really fun and i really like meeting and talking to everybody
0: i don't even remember what we talked about it was just a bunch of crap and it was a lot of fun
1: (laughs) fun i look forward to them like a lot
0: i really like Mm -hmm. them if you guys are
1: thinking about joining patreon or if you're one of our patreon members like one of the best parts is the zoom hangouts i freaking love them they're so much fun so please join us like we want to talk mm-hmm. to you or you can just listen to us ramble it's yeah. all acceptable. you don't have to partake yeah there's no like hi this is who i am and introduce yourself you don't yeah, have to do we're not gonna that. do that too. it's not a like welcome circle that's too much it's not an AA meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can say hi. You can talk as yeah. much or as little as you want. No one cares. Mm-hmm. And Nope, nope, nope. I'll just end up talking over you anyway, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's always some kind of lag and everybody talks at the same time and then everybody stops talking. And then we're like, who talks? Ah!
1: <laughs> I loved it. It was fun. Shout out to everyone mm-hmm. that joined and everyone that could be there next missed time. you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some people were actually outdoing things, like going into the woods, which I was really jealous about. Yeah, so.
1: I agree. Agreed.
0: Hmm. Cool. Well. Cool, cool stuff. Uh, shall we get started on some, some news? Let's do it. Hey, side note.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. I finally decided to watch it for Bill and Ted.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: Well, see, it's good. If we set your expectations low. Yeah instead of being like oh my god it was so fun and then you're like that was not that great it
1: is a little weird seeing keanu without his beard it's i don't i don't think i like it i need to see his beard it's not as good but it's not bad <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i really thought i don't know if i just saw the trailer at the right everything was aligned but I saw it and was like, this is appealing to my sense of humor right now. I'm in. <laughs> like the guy the guy who's like the overlord, whatever he is. The um guy who looks like Voldemort. <laughs> I was really cool with that character.
0: I really liked that. <laughs> I don't know what was
1: happening, but I was really into it.
0: <laughs> I just like that you say that he looks like Voldemort. He did. He did
1: 100%. I'm ready for it. I think it'll be a 10 out of 10.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I will. Well, then I hope that I can watch it with you. Drink heavily, and I will have a good time doing it. Yeah, I think drinking heavily is key. I mean,
1: you just have to pick a word that's like... I don't know. I think you just pick, like, yeah. And, like, you drink every (laughs) time...
0: Oh, we should watch the old Bill and Ted's and then write up a drinking game so that when we watch the new one... I truly
1: love this idea so much. It would be so fun. We'll write our own drinking game. This would be great. It'll just be notes jotted down in the margin of a envelope. <laughs> I want to play this game.
0: This is a good game. Okay. This game, good. <laughs> I'm literally writing this down right now. Bill and Ted drinking... Game. Game. Okay. <laughs> all right news
1: uh am i going first
0: uh yeah well i've got two do you want me to go first
1: do your serious one first like your important one oh i say start with yes i should go first
0: okay then That's
1: way better than <laughs> yes 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 on a regular
0: news. <laughs> mm, well yeah okay So last week I totally sucked and I failed to come up with um, news about people of color because I have a bird brain and I forget things really easily. So I apologize. However, today I thought that in honor of this stupid challenge accepted thing that I would talk about incredible women of color that you should know about mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because nobody needs to see our faces unless we're wearing a fake mustache
1: so agreed why well, I, <laughs> I think it's way more important to talk about why are we uplifting ourselves let's uplift other women that's like the whole point yes
0: particularly women that were impactful but we never learned about them i remember during black history Month we learned about the same people every fucking year really?
1: every That's year so and i'm
0: not saying that rosa parks or harriet tubman didn't do important things or martin luther king like i'm not saying that they are unimportant yeah however they were not the only people that existed yeah that were black that did things that matter yeah. that said the first african-american published poet to or she like published a book her name was phyllis wheatley and she was born in 1753 whoa i have like a really hard time comprehending that time <laughs> The same. <laughs> um, so she was brought to New England from West Africa as a slave when she was almost eight. Oh. Yeah. So what? Phyllis, Whe- uh, the Wheatley family purchased and named the young girl. And after discovering her passion for writing, they caught her writing with chalk on a wall. They tutored her in reading and writing. So anyway, I'm glad that they decided to tutor her. Yeah. At least they like fostered that that love and that passion. She uh, studied English literature, Latin, Greek, and the Bible. And with the family's help, she traveled to London and said. 1773 and then published her first poems and then soon after when she returned to America she was granted her freedom damn which I'm really glad to hear but it's still really sad I'm just glad that the Wheatley family wasn't shitty because usually when slaves were caught doing that kind of thing it did not mean education. No, you're in trouble. It meant horrible things. Mary Jean Patterson was 16 years old when her family, among others, moved to Ohio in search of sending their children to college. Uh, the daughter of a master mason, Patterson became the first black woman to graduate from an established American college, Oberlin College. Three years after her com- after completing her studies in 1862, Patterson was appointed as a teacher's assistant in the female department of the yes. Institute of the Colored Youth in Philadelphia, according to... African American registry. She later taught at the Preparatory High School for Colored Youth, renamed Dunbar High School, serving as the school's first black principal yes. from 1871 to 1874.
1: This is amazing.
0: I love that. I
1: ah, love it. That's so cool. That's such a huge, crazy achievement. I know. Uh, for just in general. And then she did it with all kinds of shitty odds stacked against her. That's mm-hmm. badass.
0: That shit's not easy for women right now. I know. And right. The fact and she, did that she did that then. then
1: She's. All, I like her.
0: Mary Eliza Mahoney, born in 1845, had been a cook, a janitor, and a washerwoman. I'm assuming dishes or no clothing. Uh, before she began working at the New England Hospital for Women and Children. When she was 33, she entered the hospital's 16-month nursing program and earned her certification. In a 40-year career, Mahoney directed the Howard Orphan Asylum in Long Island, New York, and was a founding member of the group that became the American Nurses Association. She was a founding member of the ANA. Holy shit. Um, After retirement, she continued to fight for minority rights and in 1920 became one of the first women to register to vote in Boston. Yes, that's awesome what a badass totally and i'm gonna give one more and then i'm gonna hold the rest of them for next week okay maggie lena mitchell the daughter of a former slave went to public schools in richmond virginia and became a teacher and established a newspaper before founding the saint luke penny savings bank in 1903 she founded a bank a bank this is awesome (laughs) oh my god i love it 1903
1: this is so awesome this is
0: really, cool. I know. All
1: this makes me really happy. This is like, oh, what odds? I don't care. I'm going to do what I want and right? deal
0: with it. Uh, in chartering the bank and serving as its first president, she broke gender and racial barriers. She was not just the founder, she was also the president. I yes. She later served as the board chairwoman when the bank merged with other Richmond banks. The Park Service reports uh, the resulting entity until 2009 was recognized as the nation's oldest continually African-American operated bank. I wonder what happened in 2009 awesome. that irritates yeah. me but anyway i'm sure like wells fargo or some bullshit ruined it probably but
1: anyway dude, this is i'm simultaneous i can't even talk i'm so happy and also so like i feel cheated that i was never told about them right i mean it's my responsibility to look it up but like when we were little and stuff i don't even know where i would i guess i'd go to the library but i don't even you know what i mean i wish it i would have liked to have grown up knowing about them
0: yeah. So now we get the opportunity to learn. Yeah. I mean. Cheers to learning. Agreed. And them. That's
1: fucking mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> it's really yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: So I want to keep sharing news about should-be-famous women of color that have done badass things. I love it. I think it's just, yes, I love. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for some news? I'm ready. That you're going to share? Am I, okay. I'm going. My two newses are short. Okay. So
1: mine kind of is too. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit since um, we okay. posted about it on our Instagram and there were like a lot of thoughts and opinions on it. Uh-oh. More than I thought there would be. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. I really didn't think there would be that many. And then it kind of turned into like a discussion that we just, you and I were just
0: watching <laughs> from our phones unravel. Like, what's oh. happening? <laughs> first i was like are you talking about staging 2020 because i'm like yeah that's a big I deal I should do that
1: um so we made a post about one of manson's family members um lisa Ugh. van houten she is mm-hmm. still in prison but she is up for parole which is pretty wild to me yeah me too it's a little strange to me so if you don't know who leslie van houten is she was part of charles manson's Family cult, whatever you mm-hmm. wanna call it. He called him his family. They're they're Definitely a cult. cult. She was nineteen when um he uh, really went forward with his plan to like start a racial war by killing white people and then trying to stage it poorly staging it to look like it was people of color who carried out the murders. Didn't he try to make it seem like it was the Black Panthers or something or he was hoping Yeah, exactly stupid. Um so Jackers. the first burners were the ones that everyone knows of with Sharon Tate and her friends that were at her home in Hollywood and then the next mm-hmm. night it was the la bianca family um rosemary and leno la bianca sharon tate night where um they carried out those murders least uh, leslie van houten was not involved in those she wasn't there mm-hmm. but the la bianca night she was um the same people who were at the sharon tate house uh, murders were all there for the la biancas but manson was there i believe for the la bianca ones and leslie van houten was there also I don't think Manson went in. I'm not sure, or he came in after. I'd have
0: to check, but... I don't think he was directly involved. He just told them what to do. I
1: I feel like he was in the car, though, when they picked out the house. Very possible. And Leslie went in. She was to take more so focus on... Her focus was Rosemary, the wife... These were just mm-hmm. a sweet couple. They had no, they didn't know, they have Wasn't anything it to do with Manson. That they bought
0: this house thinking that, um, or they had just bought this house, and he thought it was the house that uh, one of the Beach Boys lived at. Yeah, he thought, he thought someone else lived in
1: that house. The neighbors also were somebody that had, uh, that Manson knew and he didn't like. So it mm-hmm. could be he just had one house down too many, and that was why. Um, Idiot. yeah uh, so leslie was the one who took who murdered rosemary um she held her down and had like i believe it was either a garbage bag or a pillowcase over her head and like a belt around her neck and she needed help so she called in one of the other girls who was there and she, that mm-hmm. girl killed her and blinking on her name and then she wanted to make everybody participate so that was manson's thing because you know it's <laughs> great rule if you're a cult leader you want everybody to have you know some dirt on themselves yeah. like on you are mother. a yeah. part of this you're one of us you did mm-hmm. it you're no no different no better or worse It just mm-hmm. we're all horrible that's really what happened but um <laughs> yeah. yeah so then she got handed the knife and said you know everyone participates And so she continued to stab Rosemary. She claimed that Rosemary was already dead
0: from post-mortem. Bitch. They
1: think that she was alive for some of the stabs, but not all of them. It was like a crazy amount that she stabbed her. It was like well over like twenty stabs. Like she went crazy. It wasn't like she stabbed her. She that's major overkill. Stabbed her like a lot. Mm -hmm. This wasn't a crime of passion or anything like that. Like and then you know she wrote like I I don't know if that house they wrote. I think that was the house they wrote, Helter Skelter. And, like, fuck pigs or something like that? Yeah. So she, I mean, what she did was really,
0: it was not good. It was horrible. No. um, She knew what she was doing. She wasn't an impressionable child. She wasn't of, like, 14-year-old, like, some of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, she knew what she was doing. She was young, but she wasn't that young. Yeah, no. So she's 70 now. The murders happened in 1969. Um, and, yeah, she's up for parole um it has to i think what is it is her fourth time that she's been recommended for parole Mm -hmm. the previous three times have have been rejected by the state's state's top leader Uh, the parole board's findings is now heading for a 120 day legal review after which uh, governor newsom will have 30 days to make the ultimate decision for her fate Don't do it, Newsome, don't. I don't think she should be let out. I know some people think, like, some people should have second chances, and I totally believe in that. I don't think she's deserving of one. Like, how I see it is the LaBiancas don't have a second chance at anything, and I think what her crime, I think, fits this punishment. Also, if you really do believe in second chances, like, in this specific case, she was first given the death penalty, and then the death penalty got taken away, and people who had it didn't have to go through with it anymore, so she got mm-hmm. moved to life, so to me, that was like, you got a second chance by having that lifted for you, like, yeah. you're kind of good, mm-hmm. and... um I think if she wants, I I think, like, her redeeming thing is now you, behind bars, like, try to help other people that are in there.
0: Help other people or maybe do, like, talks to help reform other people. Yeah, who can get out I yeah. mean that's kind of how i i feel about it um i don't think she should be let free i don't like the idea of the prison system costing taxpayers lots of money and keeping people you know just locked away but i'm sorry when you murder somebody that viciously and it's not like a crime of passion or like you accidentally ran over somebody in your car while they were running out into the street or something like that like that that's a shitty situation that's a yeah, clear accident that
1: tortured you for like years on end or something No, yeah, like
0: if you kill if you kill your rapist i'm, I'm okay with this
1: you should not go to jail
0: <laughs> ever <My laughs> but idea. like but this woman killed somebody knowingly and didn't just kill them she murdered them in such a gruesome Ooh. horrible way yeah you can't really come back from that no i don't think so either so um
1: debra tate is sharon tate's sister, and um, she has come out uh, today or yesterday saying that she doubts that Leslie has been rehabilitated. She said quote, Mm. the danger of letting these people out of prison is ever present and real. I am scared not just for myself and other family members who may be targeted, but for society. Uh, She's not Mm -hmm. buying the argument that the Manson family members don't pose a risk to uh, society now, Uh, that they're septuagenarians saying age is immaterial to psychopathology, there is no cure for Mm. a sociopath, Mm -hmm. the disposition to committing violent crime does not have an expiration date, and criminals do not retire.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the world is fucking crazy right now. We don't yeah. need to add more cooking to it. All right. I like the idea of how about we
1: spend more time on people who are locked up for the same amount of time for doing stuff that they doesn't even matter. Like
0: yeah, like um, I'm sorry, pot charges. What yeah. is going on with that? How about Let let's work on
1: getting them out asap, and she can she can wait a little longer. <laughs> And she's going to have to wait forever yeah. to me. Oh, for sure. I don't want
0: her. My little
1: longer, I mean, indefinitely <laughs> stay in there.
0: <laughs> These are our, our opinions. Yeah. The Night Guy's take yep. on Leslie. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh Yep. Yep.
0: Sorry, lady. Sorry, not sorry. That's where you belong. Yeah. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, my news is significantly less controversial. with In that, I can't decide. I've got two. One's about a ghost. The other one's about Squatch. Oh, both. They're both short. Both both, both. both really short. Both. Okay. Bizarre Bigfoot encounter reported in New York's Hudson Valley. I want a Bigfoot article that is instead of bizarre. I want like
1: loving sexy? Bigfoot, or yes, yeah, sexy hot <laughs> Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> Buns of steel, Bigfoot. <laughs> Charming Bigfoot scares campers. <laughs> No, not scares campers. Cuddles campers. Charming
1: Bigfoot seduces campers.
0: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> At least with cuddles, it's just like I'm cold. Cuddle me and keep me cuddles. warm. He's stinky. Okay, but no seduces. <laughs> That's yuck. That's even worse if he's stinky. That's super it. You can be. You can seduce from afar.
1: Bigfoot can. <laughs>
0: What happens when you're done seducing? I go back to bed. What's the next step? (laughs) You're like, interesting. Please leave. (laughs) I am so tired. (laughs) Go away.
1: You bore me.
0: (laughs) In a strange case out of New York's Hudson Valley region, a woman claims to have had an unsettling encounter a sexy encounter mm. with an aggressive. Aggressive. Steady, big, oh, so no. Only, only <laughs> sexy, I can't even say because I'm envisioning him dancing. <laughs> He's got good hips. You know
1: what I'm saying? Mm.
0: Mm mm. She does the salsa. <laughs> All right. According to a local television station, the strange incident occurred earlier this month in the community of Hyde Park and was subsequently reported to to area Sasquatch researcher Gail Beatty. Wow. So it's like, this is my area? I'm a researcher in this area? How do I get? I'm going to register as the area Sasquatch re- oh my researcher. Oh,
1: goodness.
0: What area? What
1: area of him are you researching?
0: Ew. Ew. I am not researching his buns. <laughs> right, it's the groin. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. Ew. So stinky. So gross. Uh, uh, anyway, so uh, Gail Beatty is that area's researcher. Uh, I have a question.
1: Yes. So they have hairy buns?
0: I'm assuming so. Do they have hairy dongs? I don't know. I, never thought I feel like that would be a question to ask. Researcher Gail Beatty. Oh, we gotta get that number stat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just leave like voicemail after
0: voicemail. Does he have a hairy hey, dog? Hey, Gail, it's Liana and Erica again. We just are wondering. Following up about our query on the hairy dog. <laughs> so, does he have one? And is it hairy? <laughs> Or is it not Harry? It's just tucked in. We never see it. Yeah, how can we it? never see it? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Fuck. Anyway. They get, uh, what are those things? Deagleberries. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. He might. I mean, the one from the the famous video or whatever. That's like a chick, Bigfoot, and she's got boobies. They call them pendulous breasts in the description. So oh. Isn't that weird? Pendulous? I don't like no that. No one should be referred to like this.
0: Not without their permission. Unless they are self-describing, <laughs> that should not be allowed. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Shame on you. She's like, really? <laughs> She's like, well, now I'm never coming yeah. out. Anyway, should Never something. see me again. <laughs> All right. So the unnamed witness said, she said recounting recounted spotting a, quote, huge creature that appeared to be between six and seven feet tall. Undoubtedly already taken aback by what she was seeing, Beatty explained that the woman's experience took a troubling turn when the mysterious beast Quote, came running towards her. The bushes were parting and she heard these heavy footsteps. Incredibly, the Bigfoot researcher said, when the creature reached the witness, it jumped up in the tree above her, causing branches and leaves to rain down upon yeah. her. What right. the Why? That's you, know how scary
1: that is. You're bracing for impact. Oh my goodness. And then it jumps over your head. You're like, did I die? Like, what happened? No, he's now above me, about to, like, death drop me. Great.
0: Uh, The potential Bigfoot, Beatty recalled being told by the witness, then proceeded to leap from tree to tree above their head. Although she did not indicate how the encounter came to an end, the Sasquatch researcher said that the woman understandably described the entire affair as terrifying. Unfortunately, it would seem that the woman did not obtain any evidence of her encounter in the form of a photo or video. Presumably because she fled the scene rather than wait around <laughs> to see what the creature would do next. Yeah, it's good. Oh, boy. I mean, I kind of understand why she was just like, bye. Yeah, I no, For sure. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, look, it's Bigfoot.
1: Bye. <laughs> Bigfoot, not today. Nay, no. It's a big nay, no.
0: <laughs> oh, why would it <laughs> jump over her? Stop that. Just go turn because around maybe the it other was way. actually... Well, what it made me think of was um, see showing off the Tiger King stupid show and people that keep wild animals that they shouldn't keep. And I'm wondering if it's like one of those places where they like just like, really, uh, I can't keep this gorilla or this skunk, you ape. Know, primate on my property anymore. Skunk ape, you know, <laughs> skunk ape. <laughs> I can't keep these guys on my property anymore. I'm just going to let them go. Like, I would not be surprised if so that was it, it. I'm not be... saying that Squatch doesn't exist, but just the fact that he jumped up into the tree, I've, like, never read a Bigfoot thing about him being in the trees and swinging from tree to tree. Oh, did it say he swung? Yeah, like, went from tree to tree. Weird. It was like, That like kind of like Skunk Ape. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Maybe it's Skunk <laughs> Ape. Where was this at? New York. This is a... Not Skunk Ape territory. Skunk, skunk Ape is down house you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> you're skunky <laughs> thank you no problem okay next news so this one's titled the ghost photographed at haunted hotel love, question love, love. Ghosts are my favorite. so i have to send you this picture because this picture makes me laugh but i'm not going to send it to you until i've read it to okay you okay so that you can tell me what you think mm-hmm. so an eerie picture taken at a notoriously haunted hotel in colorado features
1: picture? is this one sexy
0: Mm, This is most unsexy. (laughs) It's like, I'll tell you what I think it looks like after I send it to you. Buns. Uh, Features what some suspect is the head of a spirit caught on film. The spooky photograph was taken on Sunday. Yes. um, Yesterday? Evening during a ghost tour at the Stanley Hotel, which famously served as the inspiration for the Shining. Right, right, right. Uh, the, The group's guide marina perkle (laughs) i read it as pickle and i got really excited (laughs) it's (laughs) perkle marina i'm disappointed uh she shared the facebook picture and provided a bit of background as to what people were seeing this was taken tonight by one of my guests on the spirit tour she wrote this is the portal mirror in the basement of the concert hall where people often see glimpses of other dimensions we Whoa, have to go here. cool. You can clearly see a face peeking around the side here. Indeed, as I'm going to call her Pickle. As Pickle observed, <laughs> there does appear to be someone's head looking out from the reflection of the mirror. The original version of the image, which the tour guide later provided, may be even spookier than the enhanced version and in- as the potential ghost lurks particularly out of place in the scene. Or looks particularly out of place, excuse me. Of course, one cannot rule out the possibility that the, quote, aberration in the photo was someone else on the tour who happened to be in the right place at the right time, especially since guests are encouraged to take pictures of the mirror with the hopes of capturing something anomalous for their cameras. With that in mind, what's your take? So I'm going to send Sweet, you a I'm picture. excited. Oh, Skype is the fucking worst. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so this picture to me, his his it's the top of his head, and he looks like the moon. Uh, Darth Vader when his helmet's taken off. Oh, totally. (laughs) That's Darth Vader with sans helmet. What in the which is (laughs) gross, and it's only like his eyeballs and his forehead. Why is he so horizontal? Oh my god, I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about this. I want a zoom out one. I don't know what to tell you, <sighs> Bruh. I like it. It is sexy. But you don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Who is he? Looks like Fester. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is
0: weirdly clear. I know. That's the part that I that don't. That looks like a like guy
1: peeking that. around the corner of the mirror, like. If he was, like, at a 90-degree angle like his head was looking at the ground. (laughs) But you only see top of head to,
0: like, right below the eye. Mm hmm Ew, what's he doing? I don't like that they talk about it and then they, like... (laughs) don't even share the original photo that they say might be spookier they share the doctored picture which i'm like y'all are dumb uh, we <laughs> for that
1: picture ew that's good if that's real that is really scary mhm
0: mhm 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 who is he what is he doing <laughs> i told you it's darth vader <sighs> Darth Vader's like cratery head. I just don't know why is he in a mirror. Oh my god! Somebody commented that they thought it was Darth Vader. See, I'm not crazy. I see Fester. I see both. Yes. I mean, they're basically. The same person. Oh, somebody did share a Fester. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A response. And some dude from uh they're in Doctor who. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's really Fester scary. Vader was in the Stanley Hotel. Cool. <laughs> Darth Fester. <laughs> Darth. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, good, um good. okay, so before we get started today we have a little advertisement for you from one of our other fellow uh podcasts. This is for the Hardly Paranormal Podcast. They're pretty new. It's Two skeptics examine strange and unusual. It's with uh, Jerry and Lacey. And they want to find out what's really going on. They want to find out if is, if is it real or is it hardly paranormal. And here they are. Hey, how does Bigfoot tell time? I don't know how. He checks his Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm Jerry. And I'm Lacey, and we're the hosts of the Hardly Paranormal Podcast, where every week we examine cases of the strange and unusual, and try to find out what's really going on. Is the Black Monk of Pontefract just a trick of the eye? Could the Loveland Frogman just be a deformed iguana? What about Will-o'-the-Wisps? Poltergeists. Leprechauns? Gateways to hell? We examine them all and more, and discuss if they're real, or if they're hardly paranormal. Catch us every week wherever podcasts are available. And remember... It's probably just the wind. What do ghosts wear to formal events? <laughs> Boo ties. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome, Misses. Welcome. So much, so much missing. Oh my <laughs> wow, you didn't say any. Oh my goodness, when we were talking about Squatch and his buns, I mean or his dong. I think I Shame did. on you.
1: I thought you did it. I thought it. This I can guarantee. Mm. Well,
0: consider me I swear, <laughs> by by the
1: shock. <laughs> and it's dark. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why? I don't know. What are we talking about?
0: Butts. Cool. Yeah, ghost butts.
1: Ooh. Squatch butts. Can you squeeze them? Can you pinch them? Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: Will they pinch you? Oh, mm. oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Portlock, Alaska, which is in Chatham or something like that. I I'm gonna say that wrong. But anyway, yeah. it's Alaska. It's a ghost town. And it's a ghost town with the cryptid. Yeah. I big mean time. could you ask for more? No. No. Like I feel like this, this town this former town has it all. Oh, This place is really spooky.
1: It's spooky. It's really creepy. All kind of ghost towns have that scary, spooky vibe. Because it's like, why did you all leave? What happened? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this one wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Like, people are still, like, very much alive who vacated this area. And it was, like... Usually, like, ghost towns, too, is kind of a little bit gradual. Like, it's over mm-hmm. time, you know? Like, the town's booming, and then it starts to dwindle, and then no one's there. This was, like, legit overnight. Everybody left. They're like, bye. Super Bye-bye. bye. And they booked it fast. And um, <laughs> this place, too. And it was, like, a booming little town. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that... I, it had its own post office. Mm-hmm. We deemed it like this place has enough activity and shit going in. Now you guys get a post
0: office. Yeah. It was a little cannery town fishing, fishing and logging. Sorry. If I, you hear any crunchies on my side? It's because I have an ice pack on my shoulders and it feels phenomenal. And I do have to shift it. So I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, speaking of cold places, Alaska. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get there by walking or anything either. Um, some people claim you could take an ATV there, but they said what? You gotta get there by butt. it's uh it's planes, seaplane, or Ooh. Le boat. boat. Um, it's oh this place is very it's spooky. It's I... spooks.
0: But I do want to thank Liz Reader for sharing this one with us because she gave us a suggestion and she told me about this show called The Alaska Triangle. And I got to watch an episode on Portlock today. And these three, I have to tell you about it, these three goofy dudes like go into the forest. And they set up uh, infrared cameras. And they legit caught something on camera. You got to watch this show. Oh, that sounds interesting.
1: OK. They caught
0: something on camera that's clearly walking upright for a long period of time. And it's definitely setting off heat, but it's really far away, of course, so it looks like trash. But it definitely wasn't a bear, because it was walking for way too long in the upright position for it to be a bear and they are not in an area where there's people weird Just th- there are no there oh, are no people it. there cool that's good but yeah they didn't like s- they said that they saw something coming around a tree but when they like ran up to it it was not there Ugh. we'll talk about the town first do you want me to start or you doesn't matter yeah go ahead go ahead um
1: i found a little this is kind of a fun. I guess it's a blog. It's called Texas Cryptid Hunter.
0: Yes, I found that one too. I, I it. love it. This was a good one. Props to this person whoever made this blog. Like I love you. They're
1: awesome. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. Um
1: so, um the remains of what once was um Portlock. I guess it's also referred to as Port Chatham. Um, it's two communities that are together, but most people refer to this place as Portlock. Um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna, I'm just gonna stick with that. That's easier to say. <laughs> for sure. Um, it sits on the far southwest edge of the, do you want to say this? Kenai? Can I? Okay, cool. I'd peninsula, not too far from the northeast of the more well-known Kodiak Island. The settlement mm. was named after Captain Nathaniel Portlock of the Royal Navy, who landed on the peninsula Ooh. in 17. 17- 87. Some That's Alaska time ago. publications, yes, say travel to Portlock. Oh, here we go. Yeah, is possible on an ATV, but locals are like, no, good luck with that. It won't work. <laughs> um, So boat or plane is how you want to get there. If If you want to take off during COVID and visit, Um, (laughs) if you were able to actually get to the town, you would see remains of what was once a like booming, healthy village. And at one time there was a cannery chromite mine, which sounds insane, and a territorial uh, boarding school for children so boarding school that sounds miserable yeah you're already stuck on like an island <laughs> peninsula or whatever like do we make need to make your stay <laughs> more miserable it's called it school we can't go <laughs> anywhere else anyway um <laughs> that sucks the town bustled enough that they got a post office like we were talking about mm-hmm. in 1921 um then everything changed uh when every resident of portlock picked up and left <laughs> in 1949 Unlike most doomed communities, which die slow deaths, this one was like, bada bing, bada boom, I don't need any of my shit, we're out of here
0: <laughs> overnight. I just can't imagine, like, you had to leave last year during the fires, like, really, really quick, and a lot of people did, but, yeah. Like- that was with the expectation that you were just being evacuated for your safety, but not because it's actually going to happen. Yeah,
1: so, like, what happened? Because what I'm – and I'm – this place, like, people lived in, like, spooky fear because there was weird shit that <laughs> happened here. So, <laughs> it's, it's like, what was, like – it wasn't like they didn't know that this place was kind of eerie to mm-hmm. be on. So, it's like, what was the thing that was like, nope, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, it is so weird. Um, so, a story from the Anchorage Daily News in 1973 may sum up the tale best. All uh-huh. right. Let's see what they have to say about it. Portlake began its existence sometime after the turn of the century as a cannery town. Um, they go back over some of the stuff. It was mostly Russian, how do you say this? Alute. Loot. Alute loot extraction. Um, lived in peace in this beautiful mountain and sea setting then in world war Two, rumors began to seep along the peninsula that things were not right in port lock men from the cannery town would go up into the hills to hunt uh sheep and bear and they like never came back and that is super scary i don't like that because these people are like Learning the triangle yeah oh i just don't like any it why why are they leaving these are the people who know what they're doing yeah these are experienced woodsmen hunters it's not like i'm like hey liana i'm gonna go up into the mountains and i probably won't come back (laughs) even though i want to like i love you bye-bye like come back and they did it these stories ran sometimes um so the worst part is when they did find bodies they were totally mutilated (sighs) they would be swept down into the lagoon torn and dismembered in a way that bears were not gonna be able to do
0: well okay i'm Bears eat meat, so why would they throw perfectly good human meat down the river and just let it wash up downstream somewhere? They yeah, wouldn't. I don't think they're going to... Um, Before you continue, Ugh. there's a story that happened in the 30s that I have from another article. Okay. Something's not right about port locks. So take, for instance, Andrew Camluck, who had gone out logging in 1931. He was found dead in the woods from a blow to the head. A piece of log moving equipment nearby may have been used as a weapon. And around the same time, Simeon Kvaznikov Oh my God, <laughs> I can't speak. Of nearby Port Graham said that a gold miner headed out for the day just disappeared, and no sign of the prospector was ever found. And then sometime later, Tom Larson went out to chop wood for fish traps when he saw something large and hairy on the beach. He ran back for his rifle. When he returned to the <laughs> water's edge, the thing just stared at him. But the guy could never explain why he did not fire.
1: So what's scary about the guy who died at the cannery, the mm-hmm. beam that was picked up to kill him, mm-hmm. you would have to be like huge person to lift that. And he was 10 feet away from the object that killed him. So it ruled out him stumbling and like falling and hitting it just yeah. wrong and dying there somebody picked it up and they they said for whomever it was it was nearly impossible to just move it and this person oh, picked damn. it up and swung it or they, a creature yeah it's not a person it, it's just not it's very crazy mm-hmm, i don't
0: know i don't like it do you want me to continue um sure tales were told of villagers tracking moose over soft ground they would find giant man-like tracks over 18 inches in length closing upon those of the moose oh no poor moose and the signs of a short struggle where the grass had been matted down then only the deep tracks of the man like animal departing toward the high fog shrouded mountains with their deep valleys and hidden glaciers oh god can you imagine being an experienced tracker and then coming across that i'd be like i'm gonna go back now
1: <laughs>
0: i don't need to track this further this is clearly nope. a no-go so the newspaper story gives uh, just a little glimpse into the terror felt by the citizens in portlock during that time and then finally after numerous murderers and unexplained disappearances the town folk were like no more so enough was enough and they all agreed at the at that time that it was time to go and that's exactly what they all did at the same time they literally packed up and just walked away from their established town they were like we're never coming back and even decades later former residents like you said they're still alive today refused to return to the cannery town for fear of the nanatook or the big hairy man it's so scary it's very scary
1: I don't like it. So one of the residents is um, actually related to, I think, the guy that you were just talking about who was killed mm-hmm. with that huge-ass beam mm-hmm. that no one should be able to pick up. Yeah. Um, her name is, I hope I say this right, Melania Helen Kell. Um, she is a former resident, and she said that um, of her oh is it the family hold on let me see so she talks about how we were saying the town city was awesome and then Mm -hmm. the family had endured the murder of her godfather andrew Kamluck. uh Mm -hmm. that's who you just talked about Mm -hmm. and then she said after he was what looks to be murdered the family stuck it out in portlock for more than a decade after the murder of him but after being terrorized for a long period of time along with all the other villages they finally picked up and left So, too many occurrences like this kept happening. And she said, we left our houses in the school and started all new here, where she is now um, in Mm Non-Malek. This is just so weird. I don't like it. Um, Tales of Murder and Mayhem rolled out of Portlock on a regular basis in the 30s (gasps) and 40s. They gained steam during World War II. Port Graham elder Simon... hmm, Kavsnikov told the unexplained disappearance of a gold miner near the village during this time. Mm-hmm. He said he went up there one time never came back. No one found really any like sign it. of him. I hate when people go missing. It's like it just really bothers me. There's no closure. I need resolution. Mm, I don't like it. It's just very upsetting. Another interesting aspect of Portlock's, um, of the Portlock story was relayed to Clouda by an Anchorage paramedic who preferred to remain anonymous, which always Ooh. makes me feel suspicious. In 1990, <laughs> while I was working as a paramedic in Anchorage, we got called out on an alarm of, for a man having a heart attack at the state jail in Eagle River. The story is really weird. He mm-hmm. was a native man in his 70s, and after I got him stabilized, my partner and I began to transport him to the native hospital in Anchorage. En route to the hospital, the paramedic and the native man, and I always want to say this backwards. My dyslexia is kicking in on that word. A loot for, mm-hmm. from Port Graham talked about hunting. So this person like just like stabilized somebody who had a heart attack. That's They're... badass. <laughs> in route to the hospital and then they start talking because he realizes like oh you're from portlock you know Mm -hmm. and the paramedic had been to dogfish bay and was once um weathered in there so they're talking about oh you've been there i've been there oh that'd be terrifying being weathered in somewhere no thank you uh. at all the man sat up on the gurney and grabbed me by the front of my shirt he got right up to my face and said Mm. did it bother you Well, with that question, the hair just stood up on the back of my head. I said, yes. Did you see it? Was his next question. I said, no. Did you see it? He said, no. But my brother seen it. It chased him. Mm. That is so weird. So much is going on for this guy while he's, like, (laughs) living. And you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, that's so scary. That's what he needed to know.
0: He needed to get that off his chest, man.
1: Freaks me out, dude. It freaks but me out.
0: Going back just a little bit, before everybody fully. Left that woman, uh, the Melania woman. She said m- many of the. She explained that the parents, along with the rest of the village, grew wary of being terrorized by the creature, by the the Nanitak, or the half man, half beast. The she hairy said man. That many, the hairy man. <laughs> said that many of the residents refused to venture into the surrounding forest, and over time, they have started to abandon their homes in the village school and moved up to the coast to Port Graham. And then only the port the postmaster remained in Port Chatham, but the post office eventually closed in nineteen fifty. So he was basically like the last guy. Can you imagine being the postmaster just like alone in that shit town being no, terrorized by some jerk nope squatch? I found this earlier records made by Portlock Cannery Management show that the site had actually been vacated once before. The cannery uh, supervisor notated in 1905 that all of the native workers evacuated the area because of "quote something" in the forest, but they returned to work at the cannery the following year. Why? Can you believe that? Was he still around then? And then I guess the stories didn't stop with the abandonment. A goat hunter, first of all, don't hunt goats. Um, in 1968, claimed to have been chased by a creature when he was hunting in the area. Probably because he's trying to protect his goat friends. Mm-hmm. In 1973, three hunters took shelter there during a three-day storm and claimed that each night something walked around their tent on what sounded like only two feet. Oh, no. Nothing is scarier than
1: hearing noises close range outside your tent. You
0: can't escape that fast. Tents are the worst. Like, that's why I sleep in my car. No. You're just, you're basically in a to-go bag. You're... <laughs> <laughs> horrible.
1: <laughs> I don't like it, and you can hear everything. I hate it. Mm-mm. I don't like it
0: okay. uh, yeah
1: so they, right they
0: didn't they didn't leave for no reason. they left for a fucking reason, but we don't know what that reason is, and I mean people to this day still try to obviously hunt for whatever this is, but a lot of the residents refuse to visit the ruins because they're like, yeah, I would. No. No, thank you. No. I don't
1: like that there's not like a quick way out to you. I don't want to be scared oh no. and have to You're jump in a boat. There. Imagine if you get weathered in. No thanks, dude. No. I hate So that. this is another encounter somebody had mm. with the hairy man. The hairy angry <laughs> Bunzo seal man. Um <laughs> this person's name is Albert Petka. Okay. So it took me a little bit of time to actually find out more about this guy's story. Everyone just mm-hmm. always says like, oh, this happened to him. And before like he died, he recounted the whole story. And it's like, well, where's the whole story? Oh, they just talk that it exists, but they don't actually say what it is. Yeah. That's and it's really frustrating. So this Come is on. the best I could find. It took me All a little right. bit even to find this. So there's several reports that say Petka lived on a boat near Nolato, Alaska, um, it, this place is best described as a fishing village on the Yukon River that has okay. been inhabited for centuries by local... I don't... I'm not going to say this right. <sighs> Athabascans? Maybe that is okay. how you say it. But um, sure. Russian... Which are fresh, uh, Russian fur traders, gold miners, and people involved in river transportation. Great. Okay. Hmm. Sometime during 1920, Petka was attacked by a bushman. Ooh. Three of me. The facts <gasps> surrounding the assault are not known even though apparently he recounted all of it. It could have been an unprovoked attack that took place on board his boat or Mm. happened while he was ashore. Maybe it was a situation that escalated as a result of Petka ignoring warnings. Um, Other possibilities include um, Petka being determined to stand his ground during an encounter or even him provoking the Bushman in one way or another. What is known is that he had dogs with him. Oh. a lot of these stories dogs scare it off I feel it's like weird they'd either
0: scare it off or they would agitate it they leave there's like two or three accounts
1: mm. where it takes off but it always goes for the person not the. it's weird
0: i'm wondering if it's because the dogs can smell them so they know that that puts their human on alert i think maybe it just doesn't like the barking mm. too mm. i don't know okay.
1: petka's dogs are able to drive it away um, Pekka was able to tell others of what had happened, which is a lot to tell me, but he was pretty banged up in the assault and he died of his injuries. Oh, shit. It was, um, he had like blunt trauma, I believe, to his chest. Uh, whoa. Yeah. So him, okay. and his dogs were there. It were the came up okay? on him. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm, <sorry. laughs> I'm okay with this. got to ask the important question. <laughs> the doggies are okay. Thank God. Um, okay. but yeah, he didn't make it because of this huge hit he took on like this is massive it's very scary hmm, okay right i don't know i so, want to know that
0: whole i want to hear his whole story i was gonna say where do we find this whole story because do we have to like buy a book i think so Poop. it must be oh, money mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so the local natives they didn't just talk about seeing a yeti type creature they talked about seeing also uh, a spirit of a woman dressed in black clothes yeah
1: yeah that's what's crazy about this place it's not just this dude it's a ghost there's a lady with like i think a long black dress that like drags behind her excuse me why are you here yeah we don't need you and we have
0: enough with this hairy man (laughs) She would come out onto the cliffs above the town, and like you said, she wore a dress so long that she that it would drag. She had a very white face, and she would scream and moan. And then they would hear something, and then she would disappear back into the cliff face. So that's... I love it. Terrible. I, like, I kind
1: of like that she's like, fuck i <laughs> like, whatever, I'm done with this. Kind of like all of us. Woods.
0: Maybe she's from the year 2020 and she time-traveled. She's like a time-traveling yeah, ghost. like,
1: no. <laughs> That's creepy, though. Can you really imagine, like, looking up and seeing that, like, up on a cliff? I would not know. What to part of me would myself. feel like, okay, well, at least she's, like, way up there and, like, far away. But then mm-hmm. part of me also would be like, can she, like, fly and she can get to me super fast? Mm. Ghosts are
0: scary. I don't like ghosts. I dig them. At least with aliens, you can outrun them or throw things at them. You can't outrun a ghost and you can't throw shit at ghosts. So, like, how do you win? But they can't touch me. They can possess you. And ghosts, like, no, they can't. Only if you welcome that. What if you're, like, accidentally open to that? No. When your guard is down and you're sleeping. No. Yeah.
1: No, they can't. Not without permission. And you can tell them to leave. It's ghost rule 101. (laughs) Like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someone who is a skeptic... Uh, was saying maybe they were seeing an extremely large bear in the area from a no. distance of, say, 100 feet. Your brain has never seen a bear that big, so you put together the idea of what you saw.
1: Nope, they're wrong. I'd like to see
0: them see like say that when they see it. <laughs> Regardless of this dude's skepticism, there's something uncanny about several groups of people being fearful of this monster. So it's not just... Like the people that came in to do the cannery, it's the the Native Americans that were there for thousands of years beforehand. They are like, no, 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 this dude. He's real. And
1: he sucks. That means it's like very supernatural and it mm-hmm. can't die or lives really long or there's more of them and mm-hmm. they just thrive
0: there. It's creepy. I, After doing our Alaskan Triangle episode a thousand years ago, I almost kind of want to revisit it because I feel like there's more... In that triangle that's terrifying that we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. There's too much mystery there.
1: Yeah. There's one more to you I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's so many of these things. The guy that had the dogs Um, mm-hmm. 23 years later in 43, uh-huh. John okay. Meyer, Uh, he had a similar experience and similar Gross. fate um, as Cat. Meyer Barber. was also known as the Dutchman. Meyer was the victim of an assault by a Bushman near DeWild's camp, which is near Yuki Island. Um, Hmm. Like Petka's encounter, the details of what actually transpired aren't very well known, but collaborating reports do say Meyer was able to get back to his boat after the assault. Therefore, we can reasonably say... His assault happened while he was ashore. Reports also say that Myra was able to pilot the boat to the nearest settlement for assistance and relay to his caretakers that his dogs had driven the Bushman away. Then, like Petka, he died of injuries he received. But did he
0: describe anything about his experience? Or we'll just have to buy Mm. a book? (laughs) I guess. Oh, I'm poor. Uh, Shit. I don't know it's very i scary believe that it is all real <laughs> that place is too scary but sharon if you feel like going um you know be careful but take pictures <laughs> there's still <laughs>
1: sightings there now too people who go there they see tracks. oh well that that's show they
0: show tracks there yeah it's oh just hell no like spooky <sighs> I don't trust him. He seems like a not okay dude. He's not a nice guy. I don't know why he's so angry. Is he misunderstood? Mm,
1: probably. I just don't Maybe know. somebody
0: said he smelled once and he got really self-conscious. So then he was like, well, fuck you. So he threw, he pulled off his arms and <laughs> threw in the river. Well, it's weird
1: too. Like no one wants to go back to
0: it. Yeah, that's no the part that one. confuses me the most. What? Why though? It's
1: that scary. They don't, it's not worth it. Or is it? <sighs> I would need all the weapons. I wouldn't need. I I need at least like. I need lot multiple of like, people. I need like trank guns. Like I need to be able to make it go sleep, and then <gasps> by the time it wakes up, I am
0: gone.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd
0: need like a small
1: army. Take a few pictures. I don't want to hurt it or kill it, Mm-mm. but I would like to know that if I like tag it and it's like passed out for like a. half hour, hopefully. You wanna
0: track it too? Tag and release. Yeah.
1: Yep. (laughs) I'm okay with this.
0: I would lose my mind. You know how scared I get in the dark. I don't know if I could handle it. I like to think that I can hang, but I can't. Yeah. Like it's one thing if you're trying to find
1: Bigfoot because most of the time he's pretty chill if you're chill with him. He's a dude. He's a dude. And I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. It would still be scary.
0: Yes. What well, if you catch him at a bad
1: time and he's mad? I but don't I know. still
0: feel like my odds are a lot better with Bigfoot, even if he's throwing rocks like he tends to do. Yeah, that's like a nice. It's not way. like he's intentionally baseball throwing them. He's just kind of like, please leave. Hopefully, I'm, I'm making him. scary sounds. Yeah, go away. What if this? <laughs> this guy every time you say what if i'm like what stupid thing are you going to say <laughs> what
1: smart awesome thing let me tell you i think i think that's like bigfoot's like you know what this is my vacation home Get, you think he portaled up there? i'm tired of everyone this is where i go to get away and now you're here it's like when you're mad at someone you're like and it's best and you need to be left alone and leave then you don't leave them alone i think that's what's happening here and oh. i think it further further proves that bigfoot can <laughs> travel th- oh. different dimensions <laughs> and has <laughs> wormholes that he can come and go Oh, my goodness. And, like, I think he pops over there for some me time, and he's not getting it. So Alaska's me time mode. Mm -hmm. He's like, where can I go where nobody would ever want to move? And then we all move in. The
0: Alaskan Triangle.
1: (laughs) And he's not happy because he can't go back to where he is because him and his partner are
0: fighting. And now he's just real peeved. Do you think it was because they, like, put the toilet paper in the wrong way? Probably. Or didn't replace the toilet paper? Didn't replace. Oh, man. I want to literally murder Sean every time he does that. I'm like, you, you know there are rolls right there. Right there. What I find just as annoying
1: is when one roll ends and you grab a new one,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you leave the paper remains, like, the core of it, just still there sitting next to the new one.
0: What? There's trash cans and bathrooms for that.
1: Yeah, right below where it's perfectly placed (laughs) still. (laughs) You can literally like do a cat motion and go boink and knock it off into it. (laughs) Nope, it will stay here next to the other one that's new.
0: Oh, see, that would just prompt me to put it in a very inconvenient spot for the next person to use it. Mm-hmm. as like a lesson and I do that to Sean regularly because that's I, love I don't have I to deal with things. like the toilet seat ever being up because Sean's lived with cats and a dog forever oh, yeah, that so will he's never be up that doesn't that doesn't fly in our house because we don't want anyone going for a swim no but toilet paper for some reason is the thing. It's always the thing. Mm-hmm. It's either left with one, li- literally one sheet left on the roll. And I'm like, who is this supposed to be for? A teeny tiny mouse. <laughs> it's for your right. mouse tears.
1: <laughs> now that we're talking about this, I can feel my rage. And I can see me <laughs> possibly terrorizing a small
0: town. Ripping people's limbs off. I feel it. I feel it. This is it. Oh, Harry, man, we get you. We understand. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, dude,
1: I'll go. I get it. Stay in the mountains and cool off.
0: Yeah, let me have my peninsula. That's all he's saying. <laughs> How dare you build a cannery in a town in my cool off spot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Solved Harry, Man's yeah. Issue solved. Uh-huh. There's a big stamp over it. Salt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's why he's cool with the dogs, because he's like, you didn't choose to come here.
0: You're just You're not kidding. a human. You would never do that with toilet paper, because you don't use it.
1: Yeah, and if you did, you'd replace it. You'd totally. get it. This is it.
0: Good job. High five.
1: Yeah yep solved cool yeah and you know what too like he he's targeting people that are going off into the woods even more where he's like
0: hanging oh my god and you know that they're just like pooping out there and he's like oh my god this is the source of my rage (laughs) poop is the source of my rage (laughs) because it's directly related to toilet paper oh poor guy oh we're with you Harry man (laughs) for
1: real <laughs> just wants well, me time i get that mm-hmm. me time should not be interrupted <laughs>
0: except by cats
1: cats come and yeah that's interrupt okay. my me time okay. all the time <laughs> cool i feel good about this well let's figure out what we're doing next week <gasps> oh that's right oh, i'm excited i love this part what else can we solve <laughs> i write <laughs> everything there's nothing we can't solve
0: uh, okay i'm ready to it okay play that ditty
1: What is it? It's an alien one. Oh, boy. Rendlesham Forest. We literally just Talking talked about, about mm-hmm. that.
0: I'm excited. Cuckoo. Cool, cool.
1: cool. Your favorite. It Cannot is. wait. This one is pretty interesting, though. I don't
0: remember it. I know I've read about it, but because I don't remember, I'm excited.
1: We'll to play some of the tapes. Okay. That sounds like a terribly good time. Oh, sounds Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the <on a> gone. <laughs> cool. Go us. Go team. If anyone's ever been there, please tell us.
0: Oh yeah. Or Sharon, if you plan on making a trip, let us know so that we can make sure to send out the National Guard if you ever go missing. But please don't go missing. But go there and come back. But go there. Yeah, come back. God, I and don't want her everyone. going. I don't want her to go. Yeah, don't go. I don't want people to go. Yeah, I mean, guys, don't you go, go as a giant group and never separate dress up as the hairy man then go. oh snap or a dog maybe bring offerings of toilet paper <laughs> and dogs bring dogs no and don't put your dog in danger dress up as a dog okay one dude dressing up as hairy man the other people dressing up as dogs everybody brings toilet paper as an offering mm-hmm. and everything's fine yep cool <laughs> all right guys join us next week when we talk about Rendlesham forest in england Cool. UFO, Erica's favorites. Love it. UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. Hi, Erica. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.